Dave, it's just past midnight, a little uh, late podcast, yeah. and uh, happy birthday. Well, oh, <laughs> I guess technically it would be my birthday, wouldn't it? It kind of is. Uh, Maybe after uh, you wake up in the morning, you'll realize... It's your birthday. Yeah, big four, six. Yeah. So cheers. Thank you. Uh, happy 30th again. <laughs> Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gotta love the gin and tonics at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bummer. It's the number one, not number four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Well, so it is a very weird time because Oregon made national headlines again. <laughs> it's like they're it's like they're almost trying to. Uh, yeah, they're trying to they're trying to beat New York for being the most progressive uh, yeah. state. I, I I have said it before. You know, you have you have California that's always been known for a very progressive state, and you have New York as well. And I was always more nervous, like Oregon's worse because they're actually trying to outdo them. Yeah, and. Yeah, well, it yeah. sounds like they're successfully <laughs> doing yeah. it. Making Kate, it. Kate Brown make, is doing a good making job. Making a statement here. <laughs> yeah, so the the new story is that Kate Brown, our wonderful Oregon governor, has uh signed a bill that will eliminate some of the requirements for graduating in the state of Oregon. And why couldn't she have done this in I don't know, in the 90s for me? <laughs> yeah. You know, it makes me think back. We had to do a senior project when we were That's in high right. school. And that was a requ- a graduation requirement, right? And and it was extremely challenging. I mean, I remember that it, for my class, it was the first time for that school to have the quote senior project. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exaggerating when I say there's about sixty kids out of my class that dropped out because of it. At least that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. But well, mm. th- this is bothering me because she's she's basing this decision uh, on because of equity. She's making this this call because evidently, and I, I should probably look for the quote in here, because it just to me doesn't seem um, it doesn't seem fair. Okay, in this world of equity, this is this is what she says. She says, um, and this is a, a statement from her press secretary or someone who's her her mouthpiece because she didn't want to talk to the press about this. She kind of signed this bill and didn't tell anyone. Well, about sure. It. So, um, commies do. And so her, her, uh, it looks like the deputy communications director, Charles Boyle, Boyle says in an email statement, um, that suspending the reading, writing, and math proficiency requirements while the state develops new graduation standards will benefit Oregon's black, Latino, Latina, Latina X, indigenous, Asian, Pacific Islander, tribal, and students of color. That statement is absolutely racist. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be ticked. Even the white people should be ticked because we have everybody in that whole list. We have loved ones and friends that are on that list, and they are not stupid. Yeah, They are exactly capable, and I wish I was as smart as some of the freaking uh, uh, people of color in my class. Mm-hmm. Because they were smarter than me, and they are abs- to me, it's a smack in their face making it sound like that they're incapable. Mm-hmm. And this is new to me because I've heard, you know, bullet points, so I haven't understood the why. And so this is supposed to be a, from the sounds of it, it's supposed to be a uh, something that that they're in the middle of changing. So this is supposed to be just something that they do while changing their curriculum. They're, is that th- what they're doing? They're going to change the, the graduation standards. And, 
It does say in this article someplace, this is from OregonLive.com, uh, so uh, the local Oregonian newspaper is reporting on this. But um, they're talking about suspending it for several years and while they develop these new uh, graduation requirements. And so, what yeah. bothers me about it is that they're lowering the standard. They're actually taking away all of these requirements as a way to benefit the this group of, of students. And, and you know, there's no mention of, of white people. And the reality is, is that in most uh, scenarios, Asians actually are the top performing. Right. If you're looking at, at you know, race or, or culture, they're generally the top performing and they're still listed in this um, in this group. But, you know, white people are are absent from it. it but it's it racist me it's, to white people. It is. And yeah. then in a different way, it's racist to everybody else. They claim that they're helping mm-hmm. by giving a benefit. I think mm-hmm. it's offensive to me. I mean, because of, you know, because they're 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 leaving us out in a sense. Well, yeah, but, but, but also is offensive to me that that's how they're talking about those. Yeah. They're the doing people quote people of color. Yeah. They're doing it specifically because, you know, they, they're looking at, at, at graduation data and they're seeing that certain groups are not performing as well. And they think that by removing these standards that suddenly the playing field is level again. My experience in this particular area is that the entire state is pushing this idea of equity. And I, I plan on having a podcast that's based on equity because a lot of people are not so clear on what equity is. Equity, they confuse with equality. They do. They and equality do. is fair equity isn't well but it's also it's also uh racially motivated so that's right i can't tell you how many emails i get from different places advertising administrative trainings in equity or restorative justice or i mean all of these things that are the critical race theory um buzzwords and uh and this is happening coming from the state it's coming from these other organizations that that support teachers and administrators in their furthering of their education or certifications or whatever their credentials might need uh, to be. And we're seeing more and more of it. This is one of those pieces that's, we don't have very many Republicans that represent Oregonians as it is. I mean, it's most, it's a major majority of, of Democrats. And of course the Republicans didn't vote for this because, you know, they're labeling it as racist as we are. And a lot of other people are. And this, this whole thing is, is a march towards more of these sort of, um, um, I wouldn't necessarily say laws, but policies by the state culture. Um, so if you, because you mentioned something like they're going to do this for a few years. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, because you read something and it sounded like they're just going to do this while we implement that. But if it's going to be a couple of years, Scott, my opinion here is how things have been going the last couple of years is they're just going to keep pushing it out. It's never mm-hmm. going to change. It's always going to be the same. You know, I, if it's going to be take a couple of years to implement something, it's just they're never going to implement it. Well, think about uh, our experience when we were in high school. We had, uh, you know, our senior project. The senior project eventually went away, and it was replaced by some other things. 
so they have changed graduation requirements over the years, but <laughs> you're so bitter. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it There's did. probably 60 kids that, that dropped out that, well, maybe at least 10 of those kids that really dropped out because of it that probably ticked. So I graduated in 97, and I think that the senior project died off right around 2000. Oh. I'm guessing it's in that. Well, they had it for a while then. They did have it for a while. That's not, but it wasn't a bad thing, I didn't think. I I thought it was a, for a guy like me to say that, I don't think it was asking too much. I thought it was a. Well, let me clarify. Those of you listening have no idea what we're talking about. Senior project in for us was basically a requirement that you spend a certain number of hours uh, working towards a completed project. And that required a paper that you would write and a presentation that you would make. And it also had a number of, of volunteer hours that you yep. had to complete. Yeah, that's right. That and, was... you, and you had to have some people in the community sign off on the no, yep. those number of hours. And, and really, the goal was to give these high school seniors an opportunity to get out into the community and do some things that would actually positively impact them and the community. Mm-hmm. And it being part of a graduation requirement meant you actually needed to spend some time outside of your classroom time to do this project. Right. And it was not easy, but, you know, going through it, looking back on it, I can totally see the value in a kid actually doing research, accumulating hours, figuring out how to do a skill. For me, my my senior project was centered around, I wanted to be a PE teacher when I graduated. Hmm. So so I shadowed one of my old uh, uh, PE teachers, um, in fact, from Hoodview, way back in the day way back in the day. And so I participated in um, uh, Mrs. Maxted's uh, PE class. And I wow. I taught some of her students. I remember very specifically, I, I enjoyed uh, playing volleyball. And so we were teaching some of the kids how to play volleyball. And so she was showing the uh, kids how to bump set and I would spike. And then um, I helped kind of organize the class a little bit. And it was a fantastic time. I can't remember how many hours. I mean, it wasn't like 40 hours, I don't think. I can't remember how many hours you had to accumulate. Mm-hmm. But but it was an enjoyable experience. And then I had to take that and write up a presentation and a, right. and a report and present it to uh, a board of teachers um, at some point down the road. And I struggled in it because I was not very good at, at writing or presenting. I mean, right. which is crazy thinking I'm doing a podcast I know, in front of I know. the cameras because I was deathly afraid of right, speaking right. in public. I, you know, that's one of, it's funny for me because I didn't like it either. But the senior project, I'm old, 46, we already established that today. Um, <laughs> you did count fingers and toes. <laughs> I, I all still lose count if I try. But, but I still use my senior project often and probably every year a few times a year as an example what did you do so not even necessarily what i did but how i did it you mm-hmm. know and having my daughter I, this is a couple years ago she had to do a, pro, a project so i i told her what i did which i sucked and and <laughs> but it taught me something because to this day i told her i still strive and put myself in the position of i always want to be a better public speaker which is weird you know mm-hmm. i could be an i can make an ass of myself in front of a thousand people no problem but if I want those people to come away with something and something's planned out, oh, I'm going to mess it up. Mm-hmm. If I'm winging it, mm-hmm. sure. So <clears throat> I'll try to be quick. So I did mine on building a church in Mexico. 
And so I had to write it right. I totally Joe Biden my whole um, uh, my whole sorry I plagiarized my whole um, uh, paper I wrote you know for the most part I won't lie mm-hmm. and I still did a poor job on it <laughs> my punctuation was poor um, but anyways the the speech um, and the presentation was very very big for me too and I had all these little note cards and I practiced and practiced and practiced and so it was time to do it. And I thought I had everything down and I screwed up literally so bad in like the first 20 seconds and, and 20 seconds is a good period of time. So I'm trying to be realistic. It wasn't two minutes. The whole thing was probably three or four minutes. And so the first 20 seconds was so bad. I just looked at my teacher who really tolerated me, appreciated <laughs> me, helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I said to my teacher, I'm like, nope. I'm starting over. I took uh, the cars, I tossed it on the ground. And of course, they didn't just stay on the ground. They just kind of fan out. Mm -hmm. And I started, she goes, okay, Dave. And I started over and I call it winging it. Mm -hmm. I know what the heck I'm talking about. Talk about it. Yeah. And I went up there and and I got a good B, you know? (laughs) I was messing it up. And it was because of my, my, uh, you know, my butterflies or whatnot. And Mm -hmm. so at work, whenever there's an opportunity... And I'm not kidding you, I will be sweating a spot on the seat, you know, just nervous, but I have to do it. I have to try to do it. Mm-hmm. And tell my daughter on the things that I do and what I'm talking and how I talk, and I'm failing. I'm not even good at it. She goes in and does these presentations at school that are, are, are like um, college quality. Mm-hmm. And I'm blown away. Hit that subscribe button and the bell notifications if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're just listening to the podcast, again, please share it with others that might be interested in listening. And until we see you next time, take care. And be safe.